Contract Properties is a homegrown, family-owned maintenance company located in Nashville. They provide HVAC, electrical, plumbing, painting, and many other services for commercial and residential properties. From build-outs to junk removal, one call does it all. Whether you're a homeowner or a property manager, give Contract Properties a call today for a free estimate. 615-356-0755. That's 615-356-0755. Or visit ContractProperties.net. This is the Midday 180. Delivered by Edley's Barbecue. With Jonathan Hutton, Chad Withrow, and Paul Kuharski. On 104.5 The Zone. You know what? We're not leaving. Final hours here. The fourth hour, Midday 180, delivered by Edley's Barbecue. They can deliver to you. Across Southeast Nashville, Sylvan Park, EdleysBBQ.com. That was one of those breaks that, uh, I mean, you people are just, you're missing out. By <laughs> what do you mean, you people? What so, do you mean? You people. And by you people, let me be clear. I mean, people who are listening to the radio <laughs> or the stream. That is what I mean by you people. So in this instance, it's completely appropriate. And by completely appropriate, I mean completely not inappropriate there you go. for Correct. me to say you people. A hey, great job by Lucas Panzeca on Thank these you. updates. Thank you. No, not Paul. By Lucas on the updates. Uh, um, Lucas is kind of my protege when it comes to updates. Sounds good. V-Love said he sounds like a younger <laughs> Kirby Allen Kirby, which wow. Lucas should take as a compliment. Kirby's, Kirby's got funny. good radio pipes. I don't think Lucas uh, – I don't think – I don't see – Kirby has ever having had the ability to sit down for 45 seconds and have updated us on news that's 24 hours old. <laughs> well, he we did give some, he gave some, uh, the latest news on Adoree Jackson practicing today. That's not 24 hours right. old. That's, that's worth that's updating, but we could completely do that. I don't know why. Well, we're for Lucas to get to Kirby, Adam Humphrey's transaction. For Lucas to get to Kirby territory, he needs to pick up a pack a day smoking habit for the next 30 yeah. years. Then he'll sound just like Kirby. That's really the obvious next step. What are you doing for New Year's this year, Lucas? I'm going to pick up smoking. That's my New Year's resolution. I'm going to pick up smoking, and I'm going to bartend at the governor's uh, thing. I'm going to make sour. Kirby's got some wild stories from being a uh, music radio DJ. Oh, Kirby's got some wild stories, period. The overnight DJ, the things that he would encounter. He's like one of the Beatles, the way he describes it. So is the... The, the truth before Christmas, the the poem from from Rhett Dickens. Beautiful poem. Is it uh, is it worthy of playing often during the holiday season, or is it um, a, a toy field? Oh, I think instead oh, I think of a, play instead of times. a Christmas Day best of show, that should just play on a loop from nine a.m. to one p.m. <laughs> I know. I'll tell you who else would appreciate that. David Reed. David Reed. <laughs> Not a lot of production going into that. Is that what you're suggesting? Yes. I think Lucas We do need to, that. and maybe Lucas can help us out with this, maybe not. But we do need to post that as its own individual podcast. Oh, it's I, not, I was trying it, to play it been... for someone, and it, it's, it's embedded in the – it's like right at the 30-minute mark of that hour. Oh, oh yeah. We need to yeah, just send yeah. that We need out. to just, just send that. Just <laughs> send, send that. Out. Send that. Just send that out. I don't want to overdo that. that. We could sing the whole show. Just send that out. Um. Uh, did you like that spot? That was that one was of the a, best oh, yeah, spots I, I ever did. Live spot you've ever yes. done, Paul. It was great. Um, yes, it was It was wonderful. Thank you. It's a catchy tune. But, I mean, I think some of our, our promotions just run forever. I mean, are we still running promotions with us on 12 to 3? Maybe. I, I think it's 
I mean, let's freshen up. Um, <laughs> Lucas, I want you to tell us more it's about yourself. It's been a while yourself. since we were 12 to 3. I want you to tell us more about yourself so we can find things to make fun of and turn you into a character on the show. Like, yeah, instead of Kirby Allen, Kirby. Your What's your middle attic? name, Lucas? Uh, I don't have a middle name. Oh, hey, me neither. Wow, Paul Kuharski, meet Lucas Panzeca. Meet Protege. Why, do, why protege. don't you have a middle name? I haven't. I have no idea. I'm first generation American. Not that that has anything to do with it, but I don't know if they just couldn't come up with anything or where they just forgot. Where are you from? Where are your parents from? Mother from Brazil, father from Italy. Interesting. Wow. Hey. Interesting. Which do you prefer? <laughs> which, no, which do you oh, prefer? Oh, Kirby, this is good. Kirby's, Kirby's got impressed and going, hey, how about the pepperoni pizza? <laughs> this is good. Which Kirby's do you prefer? Which do you prefer, Brazil or Italy? Oh. Uh, uh, <laughs> Brazil. Oh, Brazil. Okay. All right. Interesting. Why? For the women. A mama's boy. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> Uh, surprisingly, the food in Brazil, I, I find, now I, I'm an Italian food cooker. Obviously, I'm very passionate about Italian food, but I find that Brazilian food is very underrated. And I'm, I guess, yeah. just a little closer with the family over there. Are the Brazilian steakhouses closer with Giselle? You speak Portuguese? <laughs> I, I spoke Portuguese before I spoke English. Give us a little Portuguese here. Uh, tell us how good Mid-day the Midday lady is in Portuguese. Melhor show dessa cidade. Ah, it's like it rolls off the tongue. Now, tell us <laughs> now, about Kirby, Brazilian. Give us Portuguese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll have you and, and Kirby battle it out in a linguistic challenge. Now, tell what us if, about. What if Kirby corrected him? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no, no. That's no, how no, he said it. No, 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 no. It's more like Southern Spain. <laughs> um, tell us. Uh, it's more Seville. <laughs> Portugal. Less Madrid. <laughs> It's not Spain. I know. I'm saying oh, this is what yeah, Kirby would say yeah, about would. the accent. Tell us, um, uh, are the Brazilian steakhouses in America, are they uh, authentic at all? Yeah, to an extent. They're also crazy expensive, which isn't exactly like the theme in Brazil. Like You're not dropping $100 oh. per meal going to a steakhouse in Brazil. I like this one down here. But, that, uh, but what we get Centennial is Park. legit. I, yeah, I'd say it's pretty close. Yeah. Okay. Um, and what's the best Italian restaurant in uh, Nashville? That's a good question. I haven't explored many of the Italian restaurants in Nashville. Let's keep this going. We're, we're well, I mean, well. Lucas said that he uh, cooks his own yes. Italian meals. What's your so best? Why go to what's your best dish? And what day could you bring it in for us for lunch? Uh, maybe make a chicken marsala happen. A chicken oh. parmesan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're gonna get yourself in trouble. I don't know why you're pushing this. Do you prefer <laughs> Giselle? No, hang on. Do you prefer uh, Giselle or Giada? Uh, how about Adriana Lima? Okay. Ooh. Look at him bringing a third party. In. I like Giada, branching it, off of your question. In that uh, the that's a cooking show, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Claire's a big She's fan of her. We invite any of your calls so or tweets with uh, questions about Brazil <laughs> or Italy for Lucas. Anything you can think of, it's Ask Lucas. Justin on Twitter says, <laughs> "This is this is a great uh, great li- uh, line." Justin says, "Guy with no middle name says I'm a first generation American." Original guy with no middle name says, where are you from? Guy with no, mo- no middle name, America. <laughs> you know what I meant. Where, where are your or- your people? Where are your origins? Your people. Your, your people. Those people. Yes. Paul, not a fan of the Portuguese. What I'm, I'm fascinated by Portugal. I want to take a trip to Spain and Portugal, the two countries in Europe that I completely missed on my European travels. Uh, Lucas could totally call the fight game. There are a lot of uh, Portuguese-speaking UFC fighters, a ton. And, that, like, he could go work for Dana White today if he wanted to. 
What's the, what's the international relation between Portugal and Brazil? Are they, are they friends or is there a rival? Uh, I'd say a little closer to a rivalry. I don't know that there is much of a relation. If talking about a rivalry, I think Argentina is certainly a much more passionate to the Brazilian people. Very uh, soccer-related. Lucas, what he's doing is getting you to talk so I can close my eyes and think of a young Kirby Allen Kirby. I do understand what V-Love is saying. As opposed to A.J. Lima. No, I, I, I hear a young Kirby. If you're closing your eyes in this conversation, you should be picturing A.J. Lima, <laughs> not Kirby With Lucas's Allen Kirby. With Lucas' voice. <laughs> not Kirby Allen Kirby. I, I don't want to ruin this young man by uh, attaching Kirby to him at all. I think V-Love is doing a disservice here. I think everyone out there, wash away your images of Kirby. It's well, tough to I'm do auditioning you... a Kirby replacement here. Are you a good liar? <laughs> I am a good liar. I do think I'm a good liar. <laughs> but maybe that's the truth. There. Do you like game Kirby. shows? Hired. Hired, yes. You're in. Lucas, Lucas you've, you've done, done fine today. work today, yeah. and uh, you're playing along very nicely, and unfortunately we have a commercial coming. How up. many slang terms do you know for heroin? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, yeah. If, if it's 16, you'll be over, and you'll win. What are your thoughts on geology, specifically <laughs> trollops? Yeah, How you, much would you pay for a rock? You like to collect rocks behind museums. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the museum that collects the rocks and, then and sells them. them for $7. Yeah, what's your rock budget annually? Yes. We're feeding uh, Kirby's habit of collecting rocks. I think we're beginning to overwhelm uh, Three Three texts uh, immediately that say, absolutely play the truth before Christmas, leading up to Christmas. Okay. We will. We will. Again, I, I, was, I didn't know if it, was, it just needed to be a toy field thing or not. It does not. The verdict is in. We have decided. You will hear it probably <laughs> more than you like. <laughs> Until you tell do. us it's over. Yeah. Then you, you'll let us. We'll know. One thing that you and, and uh, you being uh, our great midday 180 season ticket holders, one thing we know that you love, 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 is primary complaint. Primary complaint coming up. 615-737-1045. It's been a staple on this show since day week one. Week one. Wednesday week one. number one. Week one. Prior to primary complaint, though, Paul, give us the latest with uh, Vrabel and the press conference, which we did not hear today because we had Doug and then Coach Munkin on, but also uh, Tannehill. Uh, Mike Vrabel said Mike Glennon is playing decisive football. He moves less than Gardner Minshew. He's capable of moving. It just He moves in a, in a way it. that reminds me of Matt Ryan when you see him. It's not great. I could see that. It's just the way he's built. It's a, I, I don't know. It reminds me of Matt Ryan. Jacksonville's a good young team. They've been in seven one-score games, um, he counts. One of those would have been the, the first game here. Um, and that the Titans, he said, were lucky to win the first game. Darrington Evans, Darrington Evans, uh, I tend to put a G in there. Um, he said the way to sift through these running backs, the way to sift through any skill position player who's not a front liner is special teams. And that the running backs will be sorted out this week. Based basically on that. based on special teams. But so he can return. That's yeah. That I mean he didn't say that, but that goes, I think, unsaid. So if his special I, now certainly he can play coverage teams and, and uh, other teams as well. So if Evans can get himself on these teams. And Foreman only played plus three three snaps. Three snaps on special teams. Yeah. So it depends though. You know, Foreman 
only played snaps because the Browns game didn't lend itself to a running game. Right. Would he have played five snaps for Henry on offense that would have been valuable? We don't know. So they're going to have to sort things out on special teams this week, and that'll tell us if we'll see Darrington Evans. He said, you know, he took a question about communication, which keeps coming up, keep, keeps coming up. He said, look, it's give a call, get a call. And he said there were situations that were not communications issues that are being talked about as communications issues where things are made clear and then two guys go to the same gap. So the theme this week is, yeah, communicate, but then do your job. Uh, you know, and so I, it sounded like he's thinking that communication is getting thrown around kind of as a keyword, buzzword, excuse word that's not necessarily the root of what is going wrong. Um, talked about Corey Davis's confidence and said that practicing every day is a big part of what's been helping Corey Davis, who, you know, we know has had a lot of nagging injuries in the past yep. that's held him out. And I thought the most interesting thing that came out of the three players, Tannehill, um, Corey Davis and Daquan Jones was Daquan Jones kind of said something paraphrasing. If we would, if we could take practice to the game, things would be going uh, a lot better. So feeling like they're not doing a good enough job on their down weeks of, of taking what they're doing during the week. Also, uh, Tannehill, you know, steered gracefully around the Kenny Stills question like, hey, that's up to John and Mike. But, uh, you know, I've obviously got a good relationship with him, enjoyed playing with him with him in the past and would enjoy playing with him again. I don't know that the Titans – I mean, I think they would look at Kenny Stills, but I don't think they see Humphreys go down and think, oh, we've got to go get a receiver as long as they've got Brown and Davis going, I think they can fill in around that. I think Batson um, has done some good things. Uh, to me, Khalif Raymond's become yeah, you, a zero factor. You almost have so to plan for injury, the worst, though. One more injury, you're in trouble. Well, but you're in trouble if you don't plan ahead for the one more injury. Or because the one then more you, COVID. Yeah, well, or that. Look, but Davis then you have to get the it. player in and pass all the tests and have the workout and the try. You know, I, I mean, a roster in front of me. They've got still. Um, the, the one experienced guy on the practice squad who I'm failing to remember who was uh, from Indy with Indy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and they, they like Westbrook Akina. I don't know why he made a good catch on the fake punt a couple weeks ago. Um, and, you know, uh, Cosell was a little bit dismissive of Batson, but Batson made two used plays in this Colts game. Caught, yeah. caught a great touchdown, which was maybe the best pylon cam I've seen. Um, I don't know if you caught it on yeah, the yeah, scoreboard. Yeah. And uh, and the fourth down catch that was was challenged and overturned, which was an excellent catch. I like Cam Batson. It's time to complain. Load him up. <laughs> I've got a six one five seven three seven. Oh, you ready? Four five. I, I'm just so pissed off about this. Good. Uh, I'm glad that you're coming in with the energy. Seven three seven one zero four five. Say that again, Paul. I'm so pissed off at this thing that I can't wait. Lucas, skip this break. And <laughs> cue, cue the uh, cue the. I'll take the flack from management. <laughs> cue the um, cue the music for primary complaint. Midday 180 delivered by Edley's Barbecue. I said 1045 cue the music. Paul's already standing for primary complaint. 615-737-1045, our number. 737-1045, our number. Lucas, do you have a complaint? Uh, yes, I do. You're, you're invited. <laughs> Thank you. Maybe it's a coworker. I don't. I don't know. 
615-737-1045, our number. Maybe Trevor did these updates yesterday. Oh, <laughs> God. Wow. You guys are really <laughs> stirring the magic pot of trouble, and I'm not even at the forefront. <laughs> primary mean, complaint presented by the regenerative cell institute of middle tennessee at the dr gill center in franklin call 615-794-0800-794-0800 39 bucks get you an exam x-rays and a review of your findings 794-0800 or visit them online at callmepainfree.com traffic sucks it's too hot outside stay out of the left lane bachelorette parties millennials Chad hates Vandy. All so negative. This is my primary complaint on the Midday 180. I sent Claire a text right before this saying she will, I think she will approve of this complaint. I know I, I do because she has to deal with this more than me. But dog pills. They, they make these pills for dogs that are just so massive that they don't want to swallow the pill. They want to chew it like a treat. And so it tastes you know, terrible, like you would expect. Um, and so they want to spit it out instead of swallow it. And she's constantly having to tell Brody, hey, come on, swallow it. Please swallow it. Don't make me force feed you this pill. I don't understand why they can't make and manufacture two smaller pills and then just put on the bottle the dose is two, not one. That's my primary complaint. I'm fortunate that Finley takes a small pill, but we gave up a long time ago disguising it or doing whatever. But we try that. We just throw it down his we... throat and make yeah, it swallow it. Yeah. And I make it now, like when I do it, when Teresa's in range, I'm like, oh, Finley, that's so good the way you just open your throat and let me throw it back there. <laughs> Yes. Man, it's so laugh. easy for me. Laugh. He, he does. Uh, he accepts it much more willingly than he <laughs> used to. <laughs> Let's just get this over with. Lucas, go ahead with your complaint. Lucas Panzika now batting. So I'm at home getting ready for my high school basketball broadcast after getting off Toy Field yesterday. Sports Center is on in the background. They're showing Champions League soccer highlights in the game between Juventus and Barcelona, a game where an American named Weston oh. McKinney scored. A wonder goal of a scissor kick. And as they show those highlights, they show two Ronaldo goals, a couple other moments in the game. Nothing from McKinney, one of the biggest prospects in American soccer right now. Scoring for one of the biggest clubs in Europe. I couldn't understand it, but I will say I just saw it as number one on top ten in Sports Center. So I forgive Sports Center. <laughs> once again, hey, hey, Chad, once again, Lucas proving today he is Paul's protege. He really Soccer is. and no middle name. Yes. you got some work to do, but you've got some, some <laughs> promise. Also a big fan of the Portuguese. This was yes. a terrific goal, and we've got such good young talent. It's unfortunate that Greg Berhalter is going to be coaching. Anti-American <laughs> stances will not stand any longer. My primary complaint, coming back from Cookville for my state championship game broadcast Saturday night, needed to eat. Stopped off the Gordonsville exit at a fast food place. I'm not going to tell you which one. You know what? I will tell you. It was Arby's. I stopped in at an Arby's. <laughs> if you're going to be open, be open. I get that COVID-19 throws things out of whack. If you have to open up to the small level that Arby's was open, then don't open. Or just keep the drive-thru open. What were they when doing? I have to stop and go inside and eat, and I can't get a refill of a drink, or there's no condiment station, I have to specifically ask you for everything to give to me. You can't give me an actual tray. Everything has to be in a to-go bag. 
none of it makes sense. We can stand in line to order and somehow stay six <laughs> feet apart, but you can't trust your customers to not stay six feet apart at the fountain when you're getting a drink, so you have to get it behind the register. It's weird when you walk into these half-lit restaurants where it doesn't even seem like it's open inside. Either open the dining room or don't. Stop with the in-between. I'm talking to you, Arby's. And they complain and complain and complain and complain and complain. All rise. Paul Kuharski has the floor. I have risen. My primary complaint, Apple. Apple. I I wish there was a way I could hurt Apple. You know, me going, (laughs) me, it's still good, right? Me going and becoming a, a, I can't even think of the alternative to Apple. That's how bad the alternative to Apple is, right? So, look, I know everybody streams everything now, but I didn't take my playlists that I created once upon a time and turn them into Spotify playlists. And I don't listen to my playlists on any kind of regular basis. But you know what? I count on them to be there on the occasion that I want to go That's listen to them. That's why you made them. You know what one of those occasions is? Christmas tree assembly. So we're getting the tree ready on Saturday. And I go to my playlists that I have built for Christmas. And they're not there. It wants me to build new playlists, but my old playlists are not there. And I go and I look and, you know, you look up. What happened to my playlist? Oh, you know, uh, update 84.9, did away with your playlist. You have to do this, 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 and this to get your playlist back. This is absolute bull, bull. All right? I know that you are dying for me to join Apple Music as opposed to Spotify or whatever. And you're doing everything possible. This dream should be dead. I'm not doing it. Nobody's doing it. If they're doing it, they did it already. I built playlists, and I want the convenience of being able to go turn on a playlist. I don't want to rebuild it. I don't want to have to go follow 10 steps to get it back on my phone. You ruined me putting up my tree with my family and hearing the songs that we listen to every year when we do this because of your stupid update. Leave well enough alone. I built them. I know where they are. I want them there. Stop with these adjustments that create these things where I have to run a a pass pattern with all these end arounds in order to find my stuff. I hate you. Goodbye. (laughs) So I just went to check this to make sure my playlists were there because I haven't used my playlist in a while. They're all there. Is it because I didn't do the recent update? You know how I'm against the updates. Yeah, I'm against the updates, too. Sometimes you can't avoid, like, you give up on trying not to be updated. I don't know, but my updates are not on my phone. And I haven't gone to, uh, I mean, they damn well better be on my uh, so iTunes did, did you, or whatever it is Did you now. just go play River on repeat? No, I, like, found a couple albums and I just played them on Spotify. But River, River was where on the playlist? Oh, it's, I mean, it's there. I shuffle. Do, do I get you, through No, it. no, but I'm saying, like, it's your favorite song. Yeah. Do you play it early, or do you build to? Well, I generally just let it shuffle, and it get we get there at some point. It's a nice surprise. But, yeah, <laughs> it, it's all a nice surprise. It's a yeah, nice okay. Surprise. That is our primary complaint. 615-737-1045, our number. You're on my Phone computer. lines are loaded. 737-1045, our number. People are ready. 
Andrew from Portland. Welcome. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking the call. Listen, uh, my primary complaint, um, and I am a Vol fan myself, my, my complaint is for the unreasonable Vol fans out there that are still thinking this is the Philip Fulmer, Johnny Majors team. Over the past 10 years, this team has six more wins than Vanderbilt. Six more wins only. Let that sink in. You're not going to turn it around every three years. Quit trying to fire coaches. It's going to take some time. I'm not saying Pruitt is or isn't the guy. I'm not saying Butch got fired too soon or too late or whatever. But stop trying to get rid of somebody every three years. You're never going to get back to where you want to be if you do that. Accept it and be patient. That's all I got for you. i got to go ahead and say Pruitt's not the guy. Well, I'm also going to go ahead and say that it's a false narrative that Tennessee fires coaches every three years. They've done it once, and that was Derek Dooley. Anyone what a have, great hire. Does anyone have a problem with Derek Dooley being fired after three years? I have a problem with him being hired. Butch Jones got five years. Lane Kiffin left them after one year. They don't fire coaches every three years. Do fans want coaches fired every three years? Yes. Every year. Not every three. Right. And Tennessee, guess what? Tennessee football fans are exclusive in that club. There's a lot of fan bases that want coaches fired often. What do you have there, Paul? I found it on my playlist on my computer. Rivers. Oh, but not on your phone. No, they're all on my computer. I just have to do all the steps on my phone to get it to do what's well, on my computer. We'll make a request. When we come back, maybe Lucas can play River coming out of break. Sad we'll see. and beautiful. And if not? If not, it's okay. Who cares? It's a, yeah. We don't need it. We don't really need it. 615-737-1045, our number. The show, this show's going so well. We don't we don't need the river or river or whatever river. the hell it's called. Full disclosure, in, in the middle of Paul's complaint, I guess it was going a little long for Lucas. He sent me a text that said, we only have six minutes left in this bed. <laughs> <laughs> it did go a little I think, no, no, it was great. I, I just think, I think he was serious. He thought. I don't think he was making fun of you. He was just. He was just letting wanted, me know. He wants to be a good know. producer. Yeah, he's like, hey, just so you know, we only have, <laughs> only have six minutes left of this bet. Lucas, calm down. <laughs> we don't play this bet under the entire thing. like No, but yet. it's fine. I mean, it's different. Hey, Lucas is in charge back there. I, I kind of like it. Midday 180. It is a catchy tune. <laughs> Delivered by Adley's Barbecue, 104.5 The Zone. Delivered by Edley's Barbecue. I guess it's a big no. Can we come back with uh, River? No. I applaud Lucas's decision. <laughs> well done. Not Paul's protege, after all. You took the right side, Lucas. You should be commended. Rapid fire phones. And we go to Jesse in Murfreesboro. Hey, Jesse. Hey, guys. If you could leave me on, my, on the line after this complaint. Okay. My complaint is something that uh, we as humans have conformed to for hundreds of years, and I don't understand why we continue with this misery. Um, on gray and cloudy days, typically in the fall and the winter, why must it be dark at 4 p.m. or 4.30 p.m.? Why in the world do we continue to suffer with this misery? Why in the world do we want it to be dark so early in the evening? It makes absolutely no sense. I have no idea why we do this. And if y'all can do anything to try to push this and try to get something to change, oh, all help is appreciated. Can you imagine if we had the power to change this? Like the power in our hands of changing time. It's absolutely awful. (laughs) Someone needs to run for office. I'm an elected official. It's going to take more than that. An elected official try to get this done. 
Elected official tried to get it done, but he had no clue. Then he said we were going to be two hours off from Atlanta, which was (laughs) completely wrong. Yeah, well, that's true, too. He did. Jesse, we don't disagree with you. Yeah, They want light in the morning for kids at bus stops and farmers. And uh, Chad has spoken for the farmers. He comes from a farm people. Uh, His in-laws are farm people. A scorching hot take I have on this. I just don't care. Doesn't bother me. Oh, it's ridiculous. You like driving home in darkness? Don't care. I live in darkness, Paul. Well, you need to see <laughs> the light. You need to see the light. You've merely adopted the darkness. I was born in it, as Bane said. God, Batman. your ability to memorize movie lines. It's just, insane, it's, isn't it? It's, it's a great stu- line. It's a, just a waste of mind. He watches those movies in darkness as well. He does, do. and it's a waste of mind. <laughs> Chad, a waste of mind. Your thoughts? A good mind wasted. <laughs> The, the Chad Withrow story. That's going to be my autobiography. Eric next up. Hey, Eric. Hey, guys. My primary complaint is this whole cancel culture craziness. Uh, last Wednesday during the Baltimore Ravens and Pittsburgh Steelers game, Chris Collins was on the air just basically talking about the fact that he had a conversation with a couple of women in Pittsburgh about football, and apparently it offended a whole bunch of people. They got flooded with phone calls, and he had to get on the air and apologize. To me, this is totally, totally ridiculous. It's like we're just looking to be offended. It makes no sense to me, and it just drives me crazy. Y'all take care. Yeah, he, was, uh, he was apologizing. Uh, I didn't see or hear this. Um, I just saw the apology, for, and he said he said he used the word ladies for Pittsburgh what? fans. No, it wasn't about ladies. He was, he was remarking how impressive it was that women in Green Bay – was it in Green Bay? I thought it was Pittsburgh. Women in Pittsburgh Maybe I'm wrong. could intelligently Again. talk football, and he was stunned by this. It was dumb. Worthy of a, an apology? <laughs> no. I'm a woman in Pittsburgh I, that could talk football, the first I'd I've, say you're an idiot for acting like women can't talk football. It's the first I've heard of it. We go to Brian in Franklin. Brian, good to hear from you. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> <laughs> Say hello to hey Jack. guys, uh, you know, um, it's as as a delivery driver, guys, <laughs> it's something that drives me nuts, and I've seen it even in my my day to day driving. If you're doing the speed limit, and the police officer that you're behind is not, you have the ability to go around him. If he doesn't, he's not going to pull you over Don't for doing the speed limit. Don't do it. Even if you do more than five miles over the no. speed limit. He's not going to pull you Don't over. Don't do it. I've you, been pulled it, over for it. Uh, I think you'll get nonsense. pulled over, Brian. Listen I, to I me. Do not it pass a cop if he's stopped. If he's stopped, pull over and stop. Don't don't pass him. <laughs> yeah, I'm never going to pass a cop. Never pass a cop, ever. I've never, I've never understood. People will drive in a straight line with a police officer just so they don't pass him. Oh, I will, too. Yet, yet, yet you can go pay. As soon as he gets off the interstate, what happens? You, People take off and drive in well, the 500. Right. It's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> no, man. Make I, let, me explain, let me explain it to you. All the police want to do is pull people over for I, speeding. I'm on this. And anything going faster than a policeman is speeding. That's how the speed limit works. That's oh. all they do. They've never pulled anybody over for going too slow. They never pull anybody over for having their, their bright lights on or for, wa- or for blocking the box. I've waited for it my entire life. All they care about 
in traffic you're, safety is speed. You're in on it sounds like, Paul. You're in on the conspiracy, man. I don't appreciate I don't want to be in on the conspiracy. I'm just telling you how it works. I've watched it my entire life. I'm 51 years old. All they care about is speed. You're a fool if you pass a cop. It ain't right. Don't get preaching to the choir hey, on that. Brian, if you get pulled over by Officer Placentia, let him know we said hello, yeah, please. Yes. We go to Corey in Murfreesboro. Hey, Corey. Hey, Paul. You are the most beautiful boomer there is in the world. <laughs> the beautiful. Put your name right next to the definition of okay, boomer, and it's just going to be you, and it's going to be glorious. You know what's funny I, about you guys, your generation, calling people like me a boomer? <laughs> is that it shows off how stupid you are because <laughs> because you don't even know how old boomers are. How old do you think? Uh, here, Corey, Corey how old do you think Paul is, Corey? 51. Yeah, I just said I'm 51, so you're a good listener. I'll give you credit for that. But it's so stupid that your generation is taken it, to calling people like me boomers because it's factually incorrect. So you, you're embracing factual incorrectism. No, sir. It's it's a context. It's a it's how you are. You how you're being. It's a whole vibe. That's what he's saying. Oh, he's saying you're being old. How are things in East Nashville today? Or or can you not afford it out there? (laughs) Love you guys. Ah, boomer funny. Thank you, Corey. (laughs) Yeah, boomer funny. Did you have a complaint, or do you just want to call Paul? No, that that was his complaint. Paul being a boomer. So boomers were born 1946 to 1964. Yeah, I missed about five years. Sorry, that's a, Chief. That's a baby boomer. Yeah. No, so, okay, they want to misassign it. They call you beautiful, though. Yeah, they want to misassign it on purpose to be funny, which is great. But to, to these people, I would say exactly what they think I'm going to say. Like, get a job, shave, take the hat off. You're saying they look like billy goats? Yeah. <laughs> Present I mean, yourself in a professional manner. Yes. You Loosen know? up your pants a little bit. Yeah. I don't need to see all that. All right. Pull your pants up. I don't need to see your whole manhood. Plumber's butt is meant for plumbers. Hey, you're, you're making JT uncomfortable in there. JT loves wearing tight-fitting pants. Show me some work ethic before you make yeah, – I'll, I'll allow you to make fun of me when, uh, compared <laughs> to my two jobs, you get half of one. Okay? <laughs> How about that for a deal? Does that half, sound reasonable? Hey, if this is beautiful, Boomer, I'm here for it. That's, Paul, that was excellent. Is that what a fair a deal? Fair. I'll handshake on that after you sanitize. Fist pump. <laughs> hey, fun show today. We're back at it tomorrow. Back at it tomorrow. Midday 180 delivered by Edley's Barbecue. Lucas Panzica, great job today. Join us tomorrow on the show. Yeah, your standing goes up. Don't block the box and do lock the locks. And I'm talking to you, Lucas Panzica, and I'm talking to the guy who called me Boomer, except he's got a combination one.